0: Hey and welcome to the Braveheart Talks podcast where we will be discussing some meaningful and insightful topics into the life of everyday women. You know one of the greatest lies we allow ourselves to believe is it's only me. No one else thinks like this and no one else struggles with this. But the truth of the matter is No matter what age, stage or life placement you find yourself in, women are women and we are complex creatures navigating life through a torrent of emotions, hormones and relationships. My prayer is that during these conversations, we help your life get a little better and you get a little better at life. My name is Emma Bryant and who knows, by the end of this podcast, we may be new best friends
1: hey em hey you Meg. Okay? all good all good i'm hey, just Here we saying go again. i loved the last episode you done with josie from the
0: states that was great oh yeah yeah she enjoyed the bomb. that she is the bomb yeah i just love these conversations yeah because it just gives us an opportunity to talk about some real life Stuff. Definitely.
1: And we've got some exciting guests coming up in the future as well. We so have, we hey, have. stay tuned, girls, to these podcasts. <laughs> Absolutely. It's exciting. But today we're gonna to talk all things about this idea of expectations, but more specifically, unrealistic expectations. I'm quite I like the sound of it. Yeah. I think it's you know, we've got a lot of depth we can talk about when it comes to that. So, um, what would you say when you think of this word, unrealistic expectations? What comes to mind?
0: So, an unrealistic expectation. Is when you've pre-decided how a thing is going to be or how someone ought to be. You've already decided what you're expecting from a situation or from a person. And it's when um when it doesn't happen the way that you think it should happen, or when they don't present in a way that you think they should pretend. Yeah. It's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. It's it's Often our expectations are these preempted ideas, but we've not actually done the journey with anyone. We've not actually told the other person what it is we're expecting from them. We just create scenarios in our Mm -hmm. mind of how we think they should be or how we think it should be, and actually it's quite damaging. And I think life changes all the time. People change. Circumstances change. As the years roll by your you know your situation changes, your yeah. family grows, your kids are not toddlers, they then become teenagers yeah and so you have to be able to flex in life mm-hmm. instead of being hard battened down to this is how I expect life to be yeah so yeah so unexpected um you know, unexpected expectations. And I love what you said about how we
1: put expectations on people and the way they think. You know, it makes me think we've just had Mother's Day not too long ago. Now, it would be rude of me to expect my children who are three and one to actually understand what they need to do for mummy. You know, they didn't understand. My expectations was, I don't need any tantrums today. I don't need any crying today. But they didn't get that expectation. But (laughs) hey, we move on. Can you give us any examples then of what as women we have as expectations? What's some unrealistic expectations that us girls have? Oh, do
0: you know what? I I think think as women, I think we live in the world sometimes of unrealistic expectations. (laughs) It's actually a mouthful to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but we, and and you are right, it's pressure we place on ourselves. So for an example of that, one of the thing would be is perfectionism and so it's the way that we look it's our size it's our shape it's our body image it's how we compare ourselves next to other people it's the state of our home it's what we have got it's what we haven't got and and then what happens when we don't meet the expectation that we've put on ourselves then we make statements like I'm stupid. I'm a failure. I'm ugly. I'm worthless. I'm rubbish at, I mean, how many times do you say that? Oh, I can't do that because I'm rubbish at that because, and actually it's only because we've set ourselves up to fall and fail. Nobody else said that about you, but it's what you say about yourself. I think we do it in marriage. For sure. I think- we have unrealistic expectations. I think, honestly, hands Especially down, for newly married hands down, <laughs> those first two years, I don't even know how like look and I survived. <laughs> I know. And you know, when I look back, for me in my journey, it was all because I had unrealistic expectations. Of course, that somehow he should have just known that I wanted <laughs> these, yeah. you know, meeting, and but. He doesn't know what I don't tell him. And so communication, massive breakdown of communication true. there. But but honestly, I think actually, if you look back in life and think back to the times that you have been unhappy, miserable, the days you felt flat or slightly depressed, or um when you feel angry, when you look back. You can more often than not you can put it put it down to a scenario where you have created an unrealistic expectation yeah and you're disappointed but actually you're only disappointed in the standards that you've set yeah and so, I think it's getting harder and harder, I think society puts all
1: these milestones out there and shows us what we should expect you know like birthdays like all of a sudden everyone's birthday every year it's such a big deal and you feel like you have to do so much
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm rubbish at birthdays oh. to all my friends out there
1: I apologize I know, in the same. Advance. I see it on Instagram I'm like oh, send them a text <laughs> it's their birthday but do you know what I mean it's the same with like think about like Hindus You she think about weddings you think about like all these big things anniversaries and like because we expect now like, oh, we should do something big for this. I think we're just constantly let down because actually I remember when my first birthday when I was a married couple, Nathan quickly learned my expectations. <laughs> do you know what? He was downstairs in the evening before and I was upstairs and I was like, oh, he's not coming to bed. Oh, he must be, you know, planning, you know, putting the banners out, getting the balloons, wrapping the presents, <laughs> making it all look nice on the table. So when I walked downstairs in the morning, I've got this nice big surprise. <laughs> The next morning came he was in bed what's downstairs I was going where's all my banners where's all my balloons I said to him what were you doing last night he goes oh I was watching the f1 and I fell asleep I was like oh my expectations <laughs> went down the way to I was like this is what I expect for my birthday
0: yeah but, and it is it's communication yeah. because because you know husbands friends kids we, nobody knows what you're thinking yeah. So it's really important that, yeah. you know, we do articulate Definitely. and we get things out but there. But just like I
1: said there, like my expectation didn't meet my reality. It was very far from it. Yeah. How do we deal with that? Because often I think we are left with negative effects from that. Like it doesn't affect us. That was a funny situation I gave there. But in reality of it, sometimes when life doesn't meet what we expect it to be, it can affect us negatively.
0: Yeah. I think we have to question ourselves where those expectations came from in the first place. Yeah. I mean, like, wh- where did you get that idea from? And the chances are, you know, we allow Netflix to fill us with expectations. True. We allow social media to, you know, the image of social media to fill us with expectations. Then we step into the comparison game and actually you know it's 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 not a reality and i think what happens is like you've just given a funny scenario about you and uh, nate there but you know the truth is marriages break up over unrealistic expectations yeah, you didn't true. meet the criteria that i had in mind that you should meet you know i learned a long time ago that it's actually not luke's responsibility to make me happy mm. i'm looking for my fulfillment in him and then I get really disappointed and I used to get really upset and really mad because you should have done extra No, I need to be content in who I am. Yeah. In who I am with or without him, together or not, like he does not, you know, that old thing we do it when we do relationship series, you complete me. No, he does not complete yeah. me. I'm complete, right? And I need to find who I am with God, find my identity in God, find my purpose in God, find my peace in God, and learn to include God in my everyday life so that I'm not putting the expectation on somebody else. I'll be happy if the kids behave. I'll be happy if he comes home with flowers. Yeah. I'll be happy if that's not reality. And actually, sadly, what happens is, you know, unrealistic expectations, that it chips away at marriages. It breaks down relationships. It destroys friendships. And it kills dreams because you're not, you're not like real life is getting up of a morning, working your job, you know, looking for the last bit of cereal that's in the cupboard wiping the snotty noses of young kids yeah. going to work coming home doing the dishes doing the food shopping that's real life and if we live making high standards you know what we miss what i'm trying to say is we miss out on god's goodness in the yeah, everyday so life true. because we're always expecting something more always expecting it should be better than it is when actually no this is life yeah but when you include God in it, then you're not striving to have a need yeah. met somewhere else. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned there how we get
1: a lot of these expectations from like Netflix and things like that. So what else do you think, like, because they've got to come from somewhere, like, you know, all these new things, like even gender reveals, like all these new things that are coming out there that are like, people just like to yeah. have a hype on something or they have you know oh now everyone's doing gender reveals I've got to do myself a gender reveal when I get pregnant it's it's expectations but they've come from somewhere so where else what other sources are they're out there apart from obviously what we watch on tv
0: yeah I think um originally I would say it definitely comes from the fall you yeah. know, right back, go right back to the Garden of Genesis. I think, you know, so many of our answers are found just there. Yeah. Because, you know, um, first of all, Eve had an expectation, an unrealistic expectation. Wow. If I eat of this fruit, yeah. I will be like God. That's what I'm expecting. And it was right there. The very first sin yeah. was actually true. an unrealistic expectation. And then it moves on in a different way where they're hiding in the garden because they're naked and God says, where are you? And Adam says, we're here. We hid ourselves because we were naked. The reason they hid themselves because they were naked was because they felt ashamed because they thought that God was going to deal with them or treat them harshly or differently differently. Um, because of their nakedness so they were put in an expect they had an expectation of what they thought they preempted the way they thought God was going to deal with them or be with them so all of that we do that all the time as well we also we're always comparing and competing and I think so so for example how long have you and Nathan been married coming up seven years so you've been married nearly seven years well Luke and I coming up for 20 years so if you tried to compare your life to mine, we're great mates. We get on and we do a lot of life together. Well, actually our life placements are different. Yeah. So if you try to compare your marriage to my marriage, you're going to find there's differences. Yeah. If you try to compare, you you know, home and lifestyle and we're just at different stages. Yeah. And so you could go home and put an expectation on Nathan and say, well, you know what May's Emma honest. and Luke do and you know what Emma and Luke yeah. have and you know the way Emma and Luke. And it's, you're not there yet. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you never will be, but I think when we're going through our social media accounts and we're looking and we're comparing what they have and what they're doing and where they're going and who they're with and then we compare our what seemingly crummy reality with a social in, you know yeah. an Instagram account, then we're going to always feel like a failure. Yeah, we're always so going to feel like we never ever quite seem to make it. Yeah,
1: I love that. You know, you have talked a lot there about marriages and expectations in that. Let's move on to a different type of relationship and let's talk about friendships because I've seen so many friendships broken down, broken down and You know, people are not friends anymore. And I think it's because of this idea of unrealistic expectations over your friends. So let's talk about what is a healthy expectation for your friend and what could maybe cause sort of damage in your relationships if your expectations are not right in that?
0: Yeah, that's a a really interesting question. And I do understand what you say there when you say you've seen so many friendships just disintegrate, really um and it is because you know so sometimes we go into relationships friendships speaking with agendas like i can remember making friends with the girl in school just because she had a horse i really <laughs> did not yeah. care very much for the girl but she had something that i desperately wanted to have a go of she had a horse so i pushed myself into her world Expecting she'd let me ride her horse, and when we build friendships in that way, and let's be honest, let's be honest, I have no (laughs) memory of riding the horse, so maybe not. But you know, I was eleven years old, and it took. I had a best friend at school, like most of us girls did, and my best friend came up to me. This is absolute truth, and she spelt it out. She said. Emma, you have dropped me like a hot potato and you have started hanging out with this girl and it's only because she's got a horse and I haven't. Do <laughs> you know that was the absolute truth? Wow. But we do it now in our adult yeah, life. Like I want to be a friend with you because, because yeah. you... And there's there's often an agenda there, right? There, there's often an agenda where actually the Bible says this in Luke 6, 35, it says, Jesus says, love your enemies. So if you've got to love your enemies, you know, how much more have you got to love your friends? Love your friends, love your enemies and do good. Lend and expect nothing in wow, return. that's so powerful. In other words, what Jesus is saying is, look, the way you do life to people, it's all about giving and expecting nothing in return. Oh game changer, absolute game changer. You hear it all the time. I hear friends saying,
1: I've just give, give, give it and I'm not receiving anything. So I'm just going to drop that friend. You know, I'm just going to, it's
0: no longer there. And what you said there, that, that can fix into that. Isn't it? I think we have to question what, uh, first of all, we have to ask two questions. What is the true meaning of a friend? And also, you know, what what am I pursuing this friendship for? because the reason that you should be pursuing a friendship is because you want to help better somebody else. Like, I love hanging out with you. I want to spend time with you. I have this, you can borrow it. Oh, I don't want it back. It's okay. Hey, I can. And you're always looking to invest into somebody else. But I think the world has taught us to do friendships with a take mentality and that very much it's point scoring. I did this for you, but you haven't done this for me. And I thought we were friends. No, actually, the friend is you just give, you give, you give, you give, you know. There's so much more we could say about yeah. it, right? You've got to use yeah. wisdom. You've, you've you've got to be sensible. Yeah. You, you don't stay in an abusive friendship where they're just taking advantage yeah. of you. But it's not about the other person. I think what I'm trying to say, it's about you. I hear so many people say, I don't have a friend. And I'm like, okay, well, where did you invest? What did you invest Where have you given of yourself into somebody else's world? Because that's what it is with with friendships. You know, I just want to read this scripture. It's one we know so, so well, and it's in Galatians 5, and it talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And it talks about, actually, um, we are supposed to be beings that are made up of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And it doesn't say expectancy in there in any way. So when I go into a friendship, I'm supposed to bring that friend joy. When I go into a friendship, I'm supposed to act in kindness. I'm supposed to be the one who loves. I'm supposed to be gentle with them. And I'm supposed to be the one who exercises self-control. Do you know what that looks like? It looks like when I feel like getting a little bit eggy with yeah, you true. I'm going to control myself so
1: that I don't yeah so um, I loved everything you said then that's going to change some people convince some people <laughs> out there but it's what we need to hear and absolutely love that truth I think another area of our lives especially if you know the girls who are listen are Christians and they attend church I think some people can also put this expectation on the church and sometimes if that expectation isn't
0: it, you know is out of
1: line are in going there we're going there we're oh, going there okay. <laughs> it can be detrimental right and you you lead church you've probably got a lot to say on this <laughs> but yeah speaking to this you know because oh, people do put expectations gosh, this could
0: just be an absolute message on, on its own so yeah expectations on the church I think we forget that the church is made up of people ordinary people like and that goes from the senior leader all the way down. We're just ordinary people. I think there is, you know, um we want to look at a title or a a an, um a presence. Like you'd want to look at the pope, you want to look at the vicar, you want to look at the senior leader, you want to look at those in leadership, and you want to look at them in it, with the eye of, you know, they can do no wrong, like they're perfect, but they're not God. And so anyone who is not God is is doomed to fail at yeah. some place in their life. And I find the most difficult thing that I find personally is, is I, I, I feel like I seem to disappoint people that, And I've never even known I've disappointed them because it's an expectation that they've put on me as a senior leader of a church that I maybe have failed or they've seen something in my character or in my life that they don't like. And so then they become offended and then they might leave the church. For example, you know, um, I'm saying that as an example. And I think what I'm trying to say is, but I never promised any of the things that you expected from me. I think people have unrealistic expectations of the church when they come to church to be entertained. And so we look at a platform and very much we have an attitude of entertain me, entertain me, worship team, (laughs) entertain me, pastor. You know, um, what have you got for me today? And then we'll come out of church and we'll make judgment calls and they'll go like, the worship was a bit flat today Mm -hmm. or will say things like, "Um, I didn't get anything out of that word today. And, oh, no one spoke to me today. And and it's like, since when did church become all about you and all about what you can take and what you can have? It's not there to entertain you. The church is there to equip you to live out your best life possible. God does not have a bad day and there is nothing bad in his word. So if you didn't get anything out of it, it wasn't because God was off that day. It was because you came in with the wrong mindset and the mindset yeah. was, well, feed me, entertain me and you be my friend. Yeah. And um so yeah, yeah. We, we can get into uh, and I'm very I'm so glad that you, you know times.
1: you were speaking about this truth because I think it's the truth that it will set people free I think you know it talks in scripture about we are to dwell in the house of the Lord all our days and so many people don't last all their days because they have these expectations and I think it goes as far to say these expectations cause people to leave the church and scripture says dwell in it all your days so even just having that knowledge now and being like actually if I'm to dwell in the house all my days I need to apply that I need to drop these expectations because it's going to cause me to leave the church the very thing that they should be in and pursue
0: and I think I would say on that Megan like and this can happen to uh, like I've been in church all of my life I've seen this time and time and time and time again and it's sad because what happens is it becomes a bit of a cycle and a circle that people fall in because actually if you begin to look at other areas Mm. of your life you can often find that you're a bit fractious in your relationship you're fractious in your friendships you're fractious with your kids and you're fractious in your church life and it is because you have want things to be a certain way in your mind but honestly unrealistic expectations they steal you of your best life they are robbing time from you all of the time The, the church it's a healthy place for you to be to flourish and to grow and to build some great friendships the kids that you've got like them or not they're yours and you getting frustrated and angry with them ain't going to change them. So you need to love and embrace them and start to to put you know to to do that journey with them rather than expecting things from them that they can never achieve or attain. Friendships, marriage, that say do not allow it to rob time precious time from the only so life good. that you have yeah so so good well the last couple of questions then am i have
1: for you is firstly we've spoke about how you know when when Ex- reality doesn't meet our expectations. We can be left ver- very, disappointed. Yeah, dissatisfied. We can be yeah. left hurt and sad. How do we align our emotions better to to respond more healthily, to respond in a better way? So when, for example, the birthday doesn't come to plan, the the day we thought we we're going to have doesn't happen the way we want. How do we? change the way we respond to rather than being constantly dissatisfied and constantly upset about the reality of your life how do we change that response
0: yeah i think we have to understand that in this world we are going to encounter disappointment so don't set your um i think we can all want better we can all strive for more but let's not set ourselves up so unrealistically so I get really annoyed when my dog barks. Every time that someone's coming up the drive, she just goes nuts barking mm-hmm. and it drives me mad. And I shout at her. But you know that's a natural instinct in her. I'm really getting annoyed at really what she's doing that comes natural to her. Yeah. You know when the kids aren't behaving the way you want them to behave. You just want them to be good like what you said before, but the kids they're going to misbehave. Yeah. So there's some. this is where this flexing comes in. Like we're going to have to ebb and flow with life a little bit better. When you enter into a relationship, be that a friendship, be that a marriage, be it a business partnership, there's two of you in that. So it's never going to go a hundred percent the only way you want it to go mm. because there's two of you or more of you in that, so you've got to understand that failure or um things not quite going according to plan, that's normality in life. And when we said earlier that even marriages fall apart with unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations, that's when When two people are trying to figure out a disagreement, that's how you're supposed to grow in marriage. But what happens is when somebody has their expectations set so high, they see that issue as, oh, well, we're falling apart. You know, that this is terrible. No, 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 no. This is normal. This is real life. So we need to ebb and flow and be able to work through. And the way that we do that, we do that as Christians really, is is through the word of God yeah, and finding out what God says about that. And, you know, I know that we've been talking and and how um, unrealistic expectations, it's a funny word because you can flip that so many ways. Because I always want to have, I don't want to have unrealistic expectations, I can't even say it, <laughs> so on my friends sense. or um, on my marriage. yeah. But I have very unrealistic expectations in God. Yeah. And that's because the Bible calls us to hope more than we are to expect. You know that's yeah. that's so important because we we live life with this thing called faith. And you know faith is believing yeah. in what we are hoping for. Yeah. But it's not airy-fairy. It's rooted in a source. It's founded in the Father
1: heart of God. And what you're saying, that um, ties me on perfectly to this last question that we're going to talk about in this conversation. And it's this idea of, we've talked about how we respond, but how do we now set future expectations that are going to align with God's will, expectations that are going to be God honoring, expectations that are going to be healthy for
0: our lives. How do we set them moving forward? So... For me, when I'm going through my everyday life, I have to stop expecting in things and people and situations and I have to always direct it back to God. And sometimes it's not what you're desiring is wrong. It's just where you're placing the desire that is wrong. So it always has to go through God. There is a system, there is a system, there is a system. I can hope, wish get really frustrated because I want to see my husband change and he should be and he needs to be and we can be like that, yeah. right? But but actually what I do is I'll have conversation with Luke, but I take my frustration to God and I will say to God, hey, listen, like we're hitting a roadblock in this area. God, give me the grace to be able to walk this out. And, and also just always holding on to hope You know, hope for the best, hope for the future. Scripture tells us that he's the God who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. That's the God. No person can meet them requirements. No friendship will ever meet that requirement. No man will ever meet that requirement. But God is the God who can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could hope, think, ask, imagine, imagine want, wish, dream, (laughs) whatever you want to put in there. That's the God that we serve. So I'm going to go to him and I'm going to talk to him about the life that I want to see. I'm not going to keep asking him to change my kids. I'm going to ask him to do a work in me that that helps and equips me to be the best mom for the kids. I'm not just going to say, I want my husband to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to ask God to Give me the grace and help me to become the best wife to that man because it's all about me giving and not what I can get out of you.
1: Yeah, wow, so much wisdom in that.
0: Um, I've learned so much from this
1: conversation. Thank you. Thank you for being honest. Thanks for not shying away from the points that we need to hear in our lives. So I'm looking forward to the next conversation. That great. Was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Meg. Girls, it was so great that you've joined us today. Why don't you subscribe to this? Subscribe to YouTube. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. It helps encourage us. It helps spread the word out there. And send it to your friends. Send it to someone in your world. Why don't you bless them today? And girls, we are not far away from Braveheart Conference. We are hosting a conference in the ACC Arena at Liverpool. And we'd love to invite you wherever you're tuning in from. Even if you're down south, up north, wherever in the country. Even if you're not in the UK. Come on over. We would love to have you. This conference is on May 26th and 27th. Not very far away. But there is tickets just with your name on it. So guys... If you want to find out more, head on over to our website, Braveheart, and you can find out about how to purchase your ticket because we would love to see you there in May. Until next time, take care.